it way down the field to Watkins! Sammy Watkins for the touchdown! Good evening. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 Dean Radio and Fans Only Sports Network. I'm Adam Wright with Justin Hill, CJ Medeiros here with you tonight. We have a lot planned for you for this episode, but first, I want to get into some big news for our show. So, what we are going to start doing is we are not going to we're going to be going not just once a week for episodes. We're going to be releasing two episodes a week. So that is Tuesdays as always, but also Thursdays. And so it won't be t- it won't be three co-hosts like usual. We're going to have two of us and then the third guy is going to be a guest. One of our listeners every week we're going to have somebody be a guest on our show and at the end you get your own personalized segment. So you can talk about literally whatever you want. So it's, if it's over the summer, you want to talk about baseball, we're going to talk some baseball. If you want to talk some hockey, we'll talk some hockey. You want to talk some basketball, let's talk basketball. But we would love – we love our listeners and how they have just been awesome with us in the past few months. So we want to return the favor. You know, the fan box has been great, but we feel like that's not enough for you guys. We get, we love getting your responses and hearing what you guys have to say, but we want to hear that in person. We want you guys to be part of this show and feel like you're part of this show. This is just the beginning to be honest as well. CJ and and Jay Hill also know a couple of the uh, other things that we have in store for next season which will be right down the road, but great things going on. Can't wait to see it. But in this show, we're going to get into some draft coverage. We'll hit on Bobby Wagner going to the Rams and what it means for the team. We're going to get into an interdivision trade between the Miami Dolphins and the New England Patriots. But first, let's talk about this big trade that has gone down between the Saints and the Eagles. That's right. The Saints and Eagles made a massive trade of draft picks ahead of this year's draft. So the Saints are acquiring the 16th and 19th overall picks, along with a sixth-round selection. And the New Orleans Saints are receiving – or sorry, the, Nor- the Saints are sending to the Eagles the 18th overall pick, a 2023 first-rounder, a 2024 second-rounder, a 2022 third round pick and a seventh round pick. So guys, what does this does this move mean for each team? How does it benefit either team? Well, uh, when you think about the New Orleans Saints, now obviously you know the era of Drew Brees and Sean Payton is now gone. You need some fresh new faces. You need an infusion of youth. After kind of a down year last year, you grappled with the injury bug. Didn't even have Michael Thomas the entire year. You need a very good infusion of youth. And you got Jameis back, who was looking promising before, you know, the injury. But you also lost a big name, Taron Armstead, to free agency. And you also lost Marcus Williams. Now, granted, they did make some good signings. Like for that defensive backfield, they got Marcus May. You know, that's pretty solid. But the loss of Taron Armstead is going to hurt you. And what you need, you know, now you got two first-round picks. You can draft a tackle. You can draft another receiver, go linebacker, like whatever. You you need it. You need infusion of youth. And I think 
they having now two first round picks at 16 and 19 is great. But Philly, 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 that's a different story. Now, when you think about the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts, you know that Hurts is good, but not great. He's solid, but oh man, there's a lot. And I mean a lot to be desired. Now, this is not a very quarterback heavy draft. So I'm not worried for Jalen Hurts' future right now. But there's but ladies and gentlemen, there's no two ways around it. This is a put up or shut up year for Jalen Hurts. If he if he doesn't perform up to snuff, Philly has two first round picks in next year's draft, which supposedly will feature quite a few good quarterbacks. Maybe, just maybe, including Alabama's very own Bryce Young. So that's so that's just something to watch for. That's what it means for both teams. Justin, take it away. I definitely agree with you, CJ, with this whole thing. Regarding with the New Orleans Saints, you look at the scenario. They went about 12 to 12 years or so with Breeze and Peyton, you know, and with, and with that. The mission failed regarding one another Super Bowl. And because of this, they have the price to pay, and that is like rebuild mode. And regarding with this whole this whole thing here, is it good for Philadelphia with the picks? Absolutely, because Philadelphia they're looking for a quarterback in next year's draft. This is like a one and done year for like Jalen Hurts. Like, yo, listen, if you don't get us past the wild card game next, this season or whatever, then you're out. And like, yes, like the Saints. They're doing a lot of good things right now, but at the same time, I think this whole train draft picks, it doesn't really make sense, but at the same time, you get a higher pick, yes. You get a higher pick. It's not like you're getting in the top 10, but at the end of the day, you're getting worth your picks. But with this scenario here, I think with the Saints, you have a bright future, but at the same time, you're in this situation because of years of the Saints paying a lot of money to players, and and because of that, you didn't win a Super Bowl out of it. And at least with the Eagles, they were able to win a Super Bowl. So let's see how this route goes. All right, guys. So Ian Rappaport tweeted out following this trade about the possibility that the, that the Eagles could use this 2023 first-round pick on a quarterback, which would lead me to believe, like uh, like CJ said, that this team that Jalen Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts is on the hot seat. So that also leads me to believe that you know you look at this pick that they have, and you look at you look at the team that they have. I I wonder if they're going to take a wide receiver and sort of load up here, give Jalen Hurts all of the weapons that he needs, and then turn or, and then turn and say if you don't succeed with this. You've shown us some promise in the past. In the past couple seasons, you've been solid. But if you can't succeed with this, then you're out. And we have this first-round pick right here, and we're going to use it to get you get you the hell out of Philly. And I feel like that's what's going to happen. And um, if it, and if it works out, they'll use the first-round pick on something else. So they they the in in essence, the Eagles now have two two first multiple first-round picks in back-to-back. See uh, back-to-back drafts. As for the Saints, this works for them because now you know they they're they're kind of they don't have a lot of talent left on the team. They're start it's starting to fall apart. They're aging in a lot of different positions. It just makes sense that they go out and they get an extra first-round pick for this draft. I'm not too high on this draft, but it is a receiver-heavy. It is 
very receiver heavy and that ten that tends to be what they actually need. So I kind of like this for both sides. I really do. If you look at the Eagles, for example, such as Jalen Reger, if I pronounce his name correctly, but with, with this whole thing here, not to mention him, they, the Eagles do need receivers. Like, they looked so lost in that wild card game against the Buccaneers that they literally quit on themselves. But had a little bit of a comeback, but they still lost the game. But with this whole thing here, yes. Did you win the trade with picks? Yes. But at the end of the day, they're basically sending a message to Jalen Hurts. Like, look, this is one and done year for you, man. I understand we're talking about picks right now, but let's get to the point of this. This is like a message, Jalen Hurts. They're like, listen, next quarterback class is going to be just like last year's quarterback class in 2020 when you had, like, for example, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts. No, no, J- like just a bunch of quarterbacks. But, like, regarding this year, 21. Yeah, my fault. The 21. If, if you look at this whole thing here, this is like a sending of a message. We've seen this all in sports. And do the Eagles have got have the Eagles drafted and like been a big target for free agents with big quarterback names such as like Carson Wentz, like Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb? Yes, but at the same time, they drafted a quarterback into their organization that they really need to fix in order to get back into that point. Yeah, sure. But I, I don't think it was that's the just that's the sole purpose of the the trade just to send a message to Jalen Hurts. I mean that's a hell of a that's a hell of a thing to do just to just to say hey get your ass moving, you know trade all these picks trade away one of you, one of your first round picks and just delay it until next year. You know mm-hmm. I I just think I think they're just what they're what they're saying is you know we're unsure of this guy we're gonna see how things go we're gonna we're gonna draft a, a wide receiver. Um, I'm forget I'm forgetting the the name of this guy. He tore his ACL in in the championship game in college, and uh, he, because of Jamison Williams, he's gonna fall yeah. on draft boards, and he could fall around that area where their where one of their picks are, and you know they they wind up with him along with Devonte Smith in his second season who was still incredible this year he, for for a rookie wide receiver. I mean, I think we're just getting I think we're getting getting spoiled by Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson putting on these incredible performances as rookies, but DeVonte Smith wasn't too shabby to be honest. And just looking at this looking at looking at this draft very deep with wide receivers and I think they're going to take one of them. Before before we go, who do you think won the trade, you guys? CJ uh, long term, probably Philly. I'd you say have... the Eagles. The Eagles. They uh, the Eagles. It looks like they partially punted from this draft and said, "Well, we have three first round picks in this draft. Let's trade one into next one." I like this one. I I like the Eagles in this. Same here. Mm. All right. Well, coming next, we have. The Devontae Parker trade. Parker to the Patriots. We'll talk about that. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast.
Welcome back. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. Adam Wright, Justin Hill, CJ Medeiros here with you tonight. And so there was this one trade that happened within the division, which is very rare. It's not, it's actually not as rare as you would think with Miami because they've actually pulled some trades with, uh, with the New England Patriots. However, this just happened. Devontae Parker has been traded to the Patriots. Uh, Miami gets a third-round pick in exchange for Parker and a fifth-round pick. So, guys, what do you think about the Patriots? Possibly, do you think? What do you think about their chances of contending in the AFC East uh, now that they have Parker and a couple other pieces here and there? Uh well, Adam, I wouldn't say that Parker makes them like favorites or anything, but he does help a lot. Other than the fact he's a bit of an injury history, he seems to be a very good player. He's got a good stature for a receiver, and he's put up big numbers before, and he's especially, believe me, I know, given some of his AFC East rivals fits. And another thing I like about Parker is that he said he wants to be in New England. There were other teams that were pining after him, and he said, no, I want to be in New England. So that always helps. And, you know, with the heart and his skill, Mac Jones is a good number one. And he was a serviceable number one for Miami for many years. I wouldn't rule out the Patriots going receiver maybe in round two or three in the draft, but hey, that's just you know that's that's just how it is. It's a, I really like the pickup, but here's the hidden genius of it: the Patriots gave up a 2023 third round pick, and the Patriots, due to losing J.C. Jackson to free agency, are scheduled to get a compensatory third-round pick in next year's draft in the third round. So basically, the Patriots got Devontae Parker for free because they're still going to have a third-round pick next season. Did did Devontae Parker go to the Patriots for free? Absolutely. They only just gave up a third-round pick. It's not like they gave up a second-round, first-round pick that really matters. At the end of the day, Devontae Parker only had one good season with the Dolphins. That was in 2019 when he had nine touchdowns, 100 it's Saying 20. third round picks don't matter. Well, no, no, they do. All picks matter, no question. Yeah, Listen, but they're, they're great, third round great, picks. Great. Those are early round picks. No question. But what I'm trying to say, Adam, is that yes, was it a was the pick? Well, how can I say? Do picks matter? Yes, we've seen great players in the NFL come in the third, fourth round. But a guy like Devontae Parker, it's it's not of a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Devontae Parker has only had one. Good season. That was in 2019. But however, he is a good receiver. Looking at his stats before before this podcast, and all, but it's like what you said, CJ. He's had a lot of injuries. But I think with the Patriots, they did they did a great move. They didn't make, they haven't made a lot of moves this offseason. I know you for a fact, CJ. You was like really pissed a couple weeks ago when like the Patriots weren't making no moves, but at least they were able to come up. That. They were able to come up with something at least like a, a, a like a name that we. Noah, like let's not forget Devontae Parker was like a great fantasy player. Like, I'm not trying to put like fantasy into this conversation, but it's just a genuine fact. But at the same time, hey, at least this shows that the kill Harry is gonna be gone soon. And let's hope, Adam, let's see what you have to say. Cause I think with the Devontae Parker move, this is this is a great and I think with a guy like Mac Jones and knowing Mac Jones, he's he's gone, he's been probably I'm guessing working on his arm this summer. I think it's going to be a great duo between the two. Yeah, I really like this move. I think I think that um, I know a, a certain friend of ours, or poss- maybe friend, 
believe doesn't believe that Devontae Parker is a number one receiver. That's it's debatable, but I think he's a he's a wide receiver who's been undersold during the entirety of his career. This guy has gone through injuries early on, and he's he's had to endure poor 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 quarterback play. And say what you want about Ryan Tannehill getting better now that he's now that he's a Titan. Come on. That's that's a it's a run first offense over there. That whole offense runs through Derrick Henry. Once he's gone, then it's it's good it's goodbye to to Ryan Tannehill. But besides that, like they they've had no good quarterback play. You can argue that it's it was Ryan Fitzpatrick who is their top who is his best quarterback he's played with, which says something. And now you're we're moving on to Mac Jones. Jury's still out on it on him, but if he can play, then this could, this would work, this can work, and pair him up with, uh, with Jacoby Myers. You have Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, Johnu Smith might do something. Don't forget about Nelson Aguilar, who's definitely not worth his, the money he gets, but he's still he's not useless. I think this is a team that can at least be competitive. Remains to be seen whether this team can compete with Buffalo and Miami, who have absolutely loaded up. But I think this is a team where they can they can make they can make the playoffs. Let's say one of those teams between Buffalo and Miami just doesn't, you know, just doesn't pan out, winds up to be a massive bust. I think this is a team where, you know, if one of those teams falls apart, New England will be right there to to lap you and pass you. I think don't sleep on New England. I know everybody wants wants to say, well, they're not going to make the playoffs. They may not go 500. I think they have a shot. Like, I do. Like we've seen, yeah, like with Adam, but like we've seen receivers that have had like a terrible start towards their career. For example, Chris Hogan, all of a sudden like goes to the Patriots. He's has, he has like a career year. Yes, Chris Hogan's watched, but at the same time, the guy retired. But like what I'm trying, what I'm trying to point out is when you go to the Patriots, your career starts to blossom even more. You get much better, and we've seen this. We've seen this in the past with great players. For example, was Randy Moss a beast with the Vikings? Was he like the best receiver in the league? Yes, but when he was with the Patriots, the man was on God-given talent with Brady. The dude had like twenty touchdowns in a single season. But with, with Devontae Parker, he's no Randy Moss. But I think his yeah, game. I wouldn't playing, compare the two. But. Yeah, yeah. What, you know, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is like. He's no Randy Moss, but I think playing, but like with Devontae Parker playing with the Patriots, I think his game regarding touchdowns and receiving cat receiving catches and yards is gonna be much better. No. It's gonna be much better than it was like last season. Because I'm looking at stats right now. Last season, he only had two touchdowns, 515 yards, 2020, he only had 793 yards, four touchdowns, 2018, 300 and nine yards and one touchdown due to injuries, I'm guessing. But his only good year was in 2019. But I think playing with the Patriots is going to give him a big lead. Yeah, I think it will. But I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know about the comparison to Randy Moss. This will no, certainly... no, 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 no. I'm this... not trying to compare him to Randy Moss. What I'm trying to say is like – Yeah, it'll rejuvenate his career. That's what, yeah, it'll, yeah. That's what it'll do. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not trying to sound delusional trying to compare a man to Randy Moss. There will never be another Randy Moss. What I'm trying to say is – when you go on the Patriots, your game will be much better. You get what I'm saying? You sound like a Patriots fan comparing no, him to no, Randy I'm Moss. Not... This is, it's going to be like Randy Moss <laughs> going to go in there. Uh, Mac Jones. I almost said Brady. 
Mac Jones is going to throw for 50 touchdown passes, 5,000 yards, league MVP, 16-0. Devontae, Devontae Parker, baby. Devontae Parker. It will this will rejuvenate his career. I really do think that. If he if if Parker can stay healthy, then he this would be this could be everything for him. Because I think this is just what he needs. There he's you know, it's not like he's gonna be the only he's gonna be the only target where defense is gonna be focused on him. There's still Myers and and Bourne out there. And they have a very serviceable running game. They have a good quarterback to, that he throw that who throws to him. A decent offensive line. This is a good environment for for Devonte Parker. And he, you know, from the reports, he said he wanted to be here. So let's see what you can do. I really, I really like this move. But all right, coming up next, we are going to talk about Bobby Wagner going to a team that just won the Super Bowl. We'll talk about how that affects the league next you're listening to the fumble ruski podcast You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 and Fans Only Sports Network. Adam Wright, Justin Hill, CJ Medeiros here with you. So, Bobby Wagner, after a lot of speculation on where he's going to go, there was a little bit about there was the Ravens who were on who were in on him. Um, there, there were several other teams, but he lands with the Rams, and the Rams just won the Super Bowl. And they so they lose one veteran in Von Miller, who has a much better ability to get to the, who has more of an ability to get to the to get to the quarterback, than than B. Wagner. However, they replace they replace one elite veteran with another, so they fill that hole. They they still have they still have a left tackle to back up, you know, um, uh, Andrew Whitworth. So now. You kind of have all you need is a a second corner to replace Williams there. But what do you guys think of the defending champs landing Bobby Wagner? You think they're still Super Bowl favorites? Uh yeah. No way around it. Yes. Yes, they are. Look at that roster. You know, you got Cam Akers coming back healthy. You know, you got Matt Ryan. I mean Matt Stafford. Sorry, you have a Matt quarterback's confused. Got Matt Stafford. Cooper Cup with Allen Robinson, still a decent O-line. Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd on defense. Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey. Now that, that's a scary unit. But I do agree with Adam. I do think they need a corner too because they lost Darius Williams to free agency. But I will tell you this. Do not sleep on the Rams. I know everyone's like, oh, the Chiefs are... You know, Patrick Mahomes is all that. And the Bills, it's time to give them their respect. But the Rams just won a Super Bowl. Don't forget about them just yet. That's all I'm going to say. And in my eyes, they're still the favorites. 
Well, Bobby, well, with Bobby Wagner being from the Los Angeles area, this is a no-brainer move for him. He got the money that he wanted. Hey, he was really upset the way things occurred, how the breakup between him and the Seahawks ended after Russell Wilson left. He was really shocked how they released him. Let's not forget Bobby Wagner's no washed-up player. This is a man that has led in tackles at one time in this league. And with the Rams, they continue to prove there's no salary cap in the NFL. And I know, Adam, how you feel about the whole salary cap and you, CJ. In my eyes, I don't believe in no salary cap. And as of right now – Then explain I, Patrick Mahomes' contract. That That is true right there. But listen, with the Chiefs, man, not to get off topic, but with the Chiefs, they with, with Patrick Mahomes, you got to think Tell about that to it. Tyree Kill. <laughs> but listen, you got to think about it, though. The economy – in Kansas, is not like Los Angeles or in New York. Let's not forget about that. So, regarding to what I'm trying to say with Bobby Wagner, not to get off topic, I know I see your face, Adam. With this whole thing here, I think it's great. You're playing alongside defenders such as Aaron Donald, the rest of the crew, Jalen Ramsey, and them. But this this is scary. This is scary Rams defense. But with the Rams, do I see they're going to repeat? No, they're going to definitely make it to the NFC Championship game, but they're not going to repeat. But the same exact time this defense they're going all out we know that Matthew Stafford has already been talking to Aaron Donald to come back which he has but now it's time to pay Aaron Donald his money but let's see how this goes I'm really hyped for what's to come for the Rams because I'm a huge Rams like I'm all about defense man in football and the Rams comes to my mind when it when it comes to defense that them and the Buccaneers all right yeah I, this team this team does deserve to be favored However, I see a little bit of an issue with depth on this team. They lose Andrew Whitworth, and they th- their backup hops in. And he's been solid, but they're, they're, it's a bit of a thin line here that they're walking. No pun intended, because I'm talking about the offensive line. But this offensive line is a little bit thin on depth, and so is the wide receiver group. They have So that they have Woods. No, they don't have Woods. No, Sorry, they have they have Will they have uh, Rob Robinson. I, I confuse the two. They have Robinson and Cup, and then they have Van Jefferson. After that, they don't have much there. And I don't know. They man. Don't really, Tutu Atwell, good. He's all right, but I mean, if we're looking, if, let's say let's, yeah, but let's say let let's say Cooper Cup tears his ACL, or let's say. Uh, Let's say Robinson gets hurt. Who steps in? Do do we? How much confidence do we have that uh, that Van Jefferson and uh, I'm sorry, what's what's his name again? Tutu Atwell. And and Atwell. What are your? How is? Do you think they're still favorites without that without him? And yeah, the the argument can be make made a lot of, with a lot of teams, but I'm just saying, with the teams that have have very little depth. I don't I don't love it especially in the NFL because in the NFL you can count on injuries to 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 affect your team greatly and it's the teams with the best depth who are who usually survive that and I think I don't know I think they do, they definitely deserve to be favored because they they they've they have in a sense basically basically filled most of their holes but it's still they're it's very that's a very thin team. Like they don't have much depth. Adam makes a valid let me, point. Let me you you make a valid point, but I think it's gonna add on CJ. But what you're saying, Adam, I, th- I definitely agree with what you're saying. 
it's just like with the Rams, what I love about this team is Sean McVay is like, they're all about defense. Like, no, defense comes first in football. And at the end of the day, with this with this scenario here, Bobby Wagner's a beast. I think with the whole thing of Von Miller not resigning, like, hey, okay, we lost a key defender. We weren't going to pay him the money that he wanted. Let's get a guy for cheap. And that's what the Rams did. They're like, listen, there's teams right now that are favorites to get him, such as the Ravens and more. But they're like, hey, let's maybe sneak into the mix. We know he's a Los Angeles native. Let's just try and get him. And that's what it happened. And seeing this duo here, it's, it's going to be great to watch because I've been a fan of Bobby Wagner for years. And I... You've been a fan? Yeah. Bobby Wagner. I'm just it... – it just seems like one of those moves where this team this team this team will certainly be favored but I just don't see I just don't see them I don't see them repeating. I think I think there's going to be a different team that that comes back and comes in and in there. I know the the uh I know the 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 uh the the Western Conference or sorry I know NFC. the the uh, the sorry, blanking on the NFC. The NFC is very thin on teams, but so are the Rams, and that's the type of team where, you know, it, just give it a few weeks and they'll 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 implode. I mean, you disagree? You know, no, you're not wrong, but you know, you you can always count injuries to happen. You know, just depends on who. Because if let me tell you right now, if Jalen Ramsey goes down, they got no one behind him. That's all I'm going to speak on that. Nothing in that secondary past Jalen Ramsey, and I mean their safety uh, Taylor Rapp's pretty good. And past note boom at the tackle position, they got nothing. And you really you got to keep you have to keep Matthew Stafford on his feet, or else he's going to turn the ball over. And on top of that, the wide receiver group is all right. But here we got a we have a comment from our co-host who's out tonight, Justin Tucker, said, "Take the Giants uniform off, Justin." Well, I have more rings than you, Justin, but I missed you on the show tonight. Mm. Man, well, we you know. Actually, how many how many championships? Because the technically the Ravens aren't even an expansion team; they, they were the Cleveland two. Browns. And the Cleveland What's Browns that? have never won anything in their existence, so the Ravens have two chips. Giants Ravens have, have two, but they were both as the Ravens. They none, none of them mm-hmm. were were as the Browns. Yeah, the but Browns never two. won anything in their existence. Four At least not a Super Bowl. Yes, that is numbers. the Ravens. The Ravens have won the most recent Super Bowl. Just saying. Come on, man. We're going to really talk about a Super Bowl they won in 2012. Wait, was it 2012? The 2012 season due to luck? Like, that whole whole run. Okay. Was it the Bowl 47? Was it one of the best playoff runs that I've ever watched? Yes. The way they went against Peyton Manning in, in Denver. And then go up against Tom Brady and the Patriots. Yes, that was a great playoff run. But let's forget the Giants. They not only put the storm on the New England Patriots in 2007, ending one of the greatest perfect seasons in history, 
and probably the greatest team that ever stepped foot in the NFL, the greatest player of all time, Tom Brady. They also did it again in 2012. And not to mention, yes, you did beat us in 99, Justin. But let's not forget, we didn't have a good team that year. So, man, like, it's it's whatever. All right. Well, he's, okay. he's, just, wait, he's just salty that. What's, what's the player they lost CJ due to free agency? He's just salty that. What's his name? Zadarius nah, Smith. Yeah, man, you lost Darius. The Giants, they would have had him in the bag. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I and I and also Jay Hill. I'm sure Zadarius Smith can tell you all about how the how the Packers have so much money because of the cap space. <laughs> but you know what's so funny? But you know what's so funny before before we wrap, before we go to the oh, next. We got topic? two. We have two comments. <laughs> and here's the first one. He says, "Wasn't luck." From J- from Tuck, and then here's the second one: delusional Giants fan. Well, you know what? This so might be a good time to go to break. CJ, let me talk. Hold on, hold on. Oh, you know what's so beautiful about you, it? You might though? want us to go into break, Jay. Do you know what's so beautiful? We have two first round picks in the top ten of this year's draft. So, I'm doing MJ's thing, man. I'm chilling. I'm I'm so happy for the future. All right, keep keep doing your keep doing your MJ thing. Your MJ is shrugging your shoulders. All right. Next, we are going to have the Fumble Rooski fan box. Don't go anywhere. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 and Fans Only Sports Network. Adam Wright, Jay Hill, CJ Medeiros here with you tonight. We ha- we are on to the Fumble Rooski fan box. So, we post a question filter on our Instagram every Monday, and you can respond with hot takes, questions, and more, and we will discuss it and give you a shout-out on our podcast. Respond to next week's fan box question to be featured on our show. So, the question of the week was, who do you want your favorite team to pick in this year's draft. So our first response was from Patrick Williver, who said Cowboys dream pick would be Devin Lloyd. Realistic pick is Zion Johnson. So to, for, to have, to sort of have a, two guys, you have Micah Parsons and Devin Lloyd together. It's pretty damn good. And they need work on that defense. So that works really well. And as for Zion Williams, he is a he's a guard. Zion do they Johnson. really need that? Do they really need help on the at the guard position? Well, they, they've they have always Zach had Martin a very deep. Who else? Who's their other guard? I I can't name them. Their other guard. There's a, they could go into free agency to address it. I'd rather not address the guard position in the in the mm-hmm. first round. I personally think they the can, Cowboys should go front four, but you know whatever. You know Marcus. Nice uh, you know Marcus Peters is uh, 
You know, Marcus or not Marcus Peters, Marcus Cannon is a free agent. I'd go after Interesting. him. Yeah, but he's a tackle, so. And if it I'm the Patriots, if I'm the Patriots, I go after, you know, just sitting here as a Patriots fan, I go after Marcus Cannon. And you you fill in that need because they have a glaring hole after Shaq Mason was traded to the Bucks. I don't know why the hell they decided to do that. Yeah. They did it for a fifth round pick. And well, Adam, it was a is- salary dump. You always get lowballed on a salary dump because they know you have no choice. That's just, just the nature of the game. Salary. Trade somebody else, or just, just uh, their offensive line is just. Well, they only need the the guard position, but still. All right. All right. Was. All right. Next was CJ, and you can explain this one yourself. Pat's fan. There's so many. Jamison Williams, Devin Lloyd, and Andrew Booth are ideal. So explain. Well, Quickly we all know we, we need a receiver. I love Jamison Williams. Really explosive because of his injury in college. He's going to fall. If we scoop him up, I'd be so happy. You know, reunite the Bama boys, Mac, William, Mac Jones and Jamison Williams. Devin Lloyd, hey, I love Devin Lloyd. If we got him, I will weep tears of joy. And I don't, corner, I don't think he's lasting that long, but yeah, I don't think so either. But one never knows. And corner Andrew Booth really, he's like a good, he's got good ball skills, really fluid mover. He would be perfect with Bill Belichick. He might last that long, he might, mm. but there's also, there's also Duffy. Oh, and, yeah, McDuffie's also a good one. Or, yeah, McDuffie, maybe Kyir Elam. He's he's a nice, rangy player, so. Never know. All right. And then we have Tyson Tate who said Vikings, Sauce, or Derek Stingley Jr. So he he's he definitely Tyson definitely wants a corner on the Vikings. And who could blame him? Because that yeah. secondary <laughs> has been brutal ever since Xavier Rhodes passed his prime. Because even let's be let's be honest, even when he was in his last year with the Vikings, he lost it. He kind of mm-hmm. lost it. He wasn't the same. And yeah, he kind of had a resurgent year with the with the Colts there, but he still was he was one of the he was the best of the best man. Xavier Rhodes, what a fall from grace he has. He he'll be lucky if he gets signed anywhere this offseason. He might find somewhere eventually, but they need they now they need somebody. And Sauce or Derek Stingley Jr. Those are pre, those are some pretty good names. Now will I, they last until mm. number twelve? Maybe Stingley. I mean, I Stingley's like falling, but I don't know. Gardner's definitely going. Gardner's going to be the first corner off the board. No way he lasts the Vikings. Stingley is a better chance, but I wouldn't put money on it. So the Vikings are at number 12. So what do you think about that? I feel like if Stingley's there, I mean, around that, around 12, I wouldn't rule out the Vikings trading up because – I feel that the Washington Commanders would probably draft Stingley if he's there because their secondary is not really that good. All right. All right. So Jack Grob, who I believe is on your floor. Right, Jay Hill? Actually, both of your floor. Jack Grob? I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think I know him, but. I don't, I don't know him anyway. Jay Hill? I think I don't know. You don't know. You said you knew him, but he, he yeah, comments yeah, on that yeah, stuff a lot. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I think he is. Yeah. 
All right. He said, any of the Ohio State wide receivers going with – he said going with Fields. He said he's a he's, – so, okay, it, this is interesting. He said he is a, a Browns fan. Is he saying going with Fields as in, like, the Bears? Because he's a Browns fan. Uh, I, 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 I would imagine. Yeah. I think I think what I think he's I think he's having what well how can I say I think him being the Browns right now it's pretty good because right now you not only have the Sean Watson but like you have a pick in this year's draft so you have a lot of things to do especially during the off this offseason regarding receivers there's rumors there are rumors that Jarvis Landry or or Odell might come back but we shall see but trying to with picks right here I think it's gonna be good to see what kind of pick they're going to pick in his drive. Maybe they can get a receiver. Maybe they can get a defender. It's, it's it's great to see what's going on in Cleveland right now after a terrible season of last year. And just because he mentioned Fields, I, I wonder if he's mentioning the Cal, the 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 Bears, but I'm just going to I'm yeah. just looking up their their draft position right now. Who do the where are the Bears picking this uh this season? I don't think they have a first round pick. They traded away in the Justin Fields trade up. And oh, and, and, and let's not forget. Okay, so that, guys, there you go. Let's not forget, you guys. Maybe the Browns. Maybe they're waiting until the draft to trade Baker Mayfield. Maybe get a higher pick in this year's draft. We don't know. Baker's not going to go for that much. I assure you. You think so? I well, know he's not gonna. What about like a team? You think? Because there's teams looking for quarterbacks. Uh, right? I, at right. highest, I would say maybe a third or a fourth. Mm. So. Stephen Parker said Andrew Booth to Cincinnati. That's a I positional don't know need. If he's gonna, yeah, it is. I don't know but, if he's going to be around that long, plain and simple. Yeah, they don't have ma- – there's not many corners after, like, the first half of the first round mm, in the draft. Oh, I disagree. You don't think so? But, no, no, no. I mean, there's probably Kyer Elam might be there. Kyler Gordon might be there. Maybe wait until the second round, get Kobe Bryant uh, – uh, Zion McCollum, maybe I don't know. You you have options. Brian Mucker said Sauce Gardner for the fourth pick. So he's a Jets fan. <laughs> Sauce Gardner for the fourth pick, and either Drake Drake London at wide receiver, Jamison Williams or Wilson. So he's basically he's saying mm-hmm. he he wants he with the first for the fourth overall pick. He wants Jay, he wants Sauce Gardner. No one else. I've been talking to him. That kid. That kid. He drools over Sauce Gardner, as he should. And then after that, wide receiver at number nine. But I, I just, I don't Devin know Lloyd. if I agree with Wait, that no, for the Jets, because am I am I wrong Drake for London. kind for actually am I wrong for actually liking their wide receiver core? I kind of yes. like it. They don't really have I'm a clear wrong. number one. I don't think Elijah Moore is the number one quite yet. They really need an explosive guy, and they should get Drake London. Plain, like plain and simple, they need Drake London. Drake London, in my eyes, is the best receiver in this class. I feel like drafting uh, Jameson Williams that high isn't worth it, but London, London's London. basically like a skinny DK Metcalf. He's a darn good player. All right. I just I, I like I really like Elijah Moore and I would pro I would probably give him some time. And I and Corey Davis is a solid wide receiver too. Hmm. And Denzel Mims, give him some time. I think they have a, I think I think they have some pieces here. 
All right. So that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. Be sure to tune in to us live Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7.30 on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube through Fans Only Sports Network. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also have all our episodes available on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at FumbleRooski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Over and out.